Hey, it's Meatball. And Mark. And this is the Rocker Morning Show on demand from 107.7 RKR. Well, Mizzou's Rock Station 107.7 RKR, Rocker Morning Show with Meatball. And Mark Frankhouse. Live from the Climax Solar Studios. Welcome back, Mark. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's good I, to have you back, buddy. I know, right? Back in the new year. Some uh, much-needed time off. Right. How the hell are you, man? How was good. How was the time off? Is good? Good. Yeah. Did that Yeti hunt. That got, didn't got go so of, well. Got dug out of the UP? I got really lucky with that <laughs> snowstorm, dude, because we were going up there, and I was like, okay, I'm going to look for this Yeti. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. And then I was like, as, oh. Yeah, as the week went oh, on, it was like. this is not going to be fun. So yeah. literally, as I'm calling in <laughs> to you, I'm like hightailing it because I'm like, my folks are supposed to meet me in St. Ignace, and if this bridge gets closed down, we're not going to make it to Christmas. <laughs> yeah, you uh, you barely got out of oh. there. And like I was telling everybody last week, I was like, we were checking in with you the whole time, and it was like, all right, we're going to stick with the bit, but we, we obviously want to make sure that you're going to get yeah. out of there okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, well, uh, is is the coffee guy okay? Is he? You oh, need... he's fine. Okay. Yeah, he's right. fine. He, he, we're, we're good. Is he a believer now? He, I think I made him up. <laughs> I think he knows better now. I love it. I love it. Well, hey, man, um, I'm glad you had uh, some good relaxing time off. Yeah, for sure. It was uh, really quiet here in the studio. Um, how was your, I guess I should ask, like, how was your Christmas? You know, because we haven't really good. talked to you since then. Yeah, it was good. We uh, went over to the uh, east side of the state, got to spend some time with the family, the nephews. And so it was a good time, man. I, uh, yeah, I got to talk to a bunch of friends that I haven't spoken to in a, a while. So yeah, yeah, it was good time. Um, just getting a bunch of stuff, like personal stuff done that I needed to get done. Did you get everything you wanted for Christmas? That's the, that's the important question. Everyone yes. Wants to know. Yes. Cool. Our boss gave the approval for the 16 days off. And that was my, <laughs> <laughs> I was telling you, I was like, I have not had this time, this much time off in. And then I, I just had to reflect and catch myself and go, Oh, 22 years since mm -hmm. I started working. <laughs> yeah. It's, I don't think I've had more than maybe like five days off consecutively, not counting weekends, I guess, and that yeah. too. But like, I don't think I've had a, cons uh, a consistent uh, five day or, or longer break since maybe college. Yeah. It's been, <laughs> it's been a long time, but yeah, so it's, yeah, all good now. I'm I'm totally refreshed. I, it you. was getting to like Friday. Yeah. Last Friday, I was like, bored? All right, it's the weekend. And I was like, oh my God, I, I, I don't have a job. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I feel like I haven't worked in months. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I got to get back. <laughs> Trust me, I was starting to have like the dog anxiety. We're like, is he coming back? Is he coming back? Should I start <laughs> eating the couch? What's happening right now? Well, I almost got replaced apparently. <laughs> I got a text yeah. alert that says... uh Meatball's new co-host. I was like, "Oh, that's a f interesting way to find out I got fired." <laughs> yeah, you uh, you got some you got some competition. Uh, Braden came in. Our our boss Mary, uh, her her eight year old son came in uh, on Friday. And we were talking sports and Christmas and stuff. And I, I will say this: as as great as he was, and as awesome as the reaction <laughs> was with him, and as dynamic and and excellent and way better and smarter than you, he was on. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I think he may have thrown his mom under the bus too many times for her to offer oh. him the job. Oh, <laughs> it's a first, t it's a tough first lesson to learn kid. Yeah. <laughs> 
boss is always listening. Talking about her napping habits. And I was just like, oh, yeah. He was like, oh, she took like three naps on Christmas or something like that. And I was like, oh, well, that's that's not so bad. You know, I I took a few, but, you know, I'm not lazy. You know, I was like, your mom's not lazy. And he goes, oh, clearly you don't know my mom. And I was like, oh, oh, sick burn. You just got fired, dude. It's not how you get a raise, kid. No, absolutely. He's got a lot to learn in the professional world. <laughs> Somebody let those birds in the studio. <laughs> Kalamazoo's Rock Station 1077 RKR. Rock and Morning Show with Meatball. And Mark Frankhouse. Live for the Climax Solar Studios. Ugh, Meatball, they, some of these prices are getting out of control, man. Oh, yeah? Well, you know, you and I have been on this uh, this health kick. Yeah. For the last couple of months. Yeah. And... One of the major things that we eat are eggs. Yeah, for sure. And uh, now that we're on to the next phase of this. And we can like actually eat eggs yeah. for the most part again. Um, You can have like scramby eggs again. Right, 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 right. right. Uh, dude, eggs are out of control right now. Really? It's been long enough since I've been to the store. I guess I don't, uh, or at least, at least since I picked up eggs. Yesterday in a Grand Rapids mire... Uh, meteorologist Brad Sugden uh-huh. took a picture. A dozen eggs is seven dollars and nineteen cents. Whoa! Eighteen eggs, eight dollars and eighty nine cents. <sighs> that is the highest priced eggs have ever been. I, I got to be honest. I I genuinely have no idea how much eggs were before this. And this you, is this is going to be that moment of like ignorance for me, where it's just like I just bought eggs. I didn't even pay attention. So that box of like sixty eggs. Yeah. I used to be able to get that for like seven eight dollars. Oh wow. Okay. So at this range, I mean, yeah, you're looking at like I I don't even know how much the box of sixty is now. And I was just talking about that yesterday. Right. About today, I was going to go out and get a big box of like sixty eggs. Yeah. Since I can eat them again regularly. And uh, what is that like 80 cents an egg? Does that come into like 80 cents an egg or something like that? Yeah, something like to that roughly. effect. Holy cow, it is not good. So now I'm kind of second guessing if I should do that. So somebody in the in this photo, which you could see on the Rocker app, it's up there. Mm-hmm. Somebody left a comment saying that they work in the egg industry and they said it's because of the avian flu. Okay, uh, millions of birds had to be destroyed. Apparently. Oh man, um. Plus, the cost of feed and everything else has gone up. Right. Which make prices soar. And they said when you have, like, big farms, like the ones they supply to, they have to raise the prices just to keep afloat. But small-time right. farmers, they don't have any overhead. They can sell them for basically small charge. So, uh, now, market, maybe, right? now would be the time to hit up the local farmer's market or that. look up some local farmers. If you're looking to get some cheap eggs, your local farmer is the place to go to right now from what i'm seeing but the cdc reported that as since early 2022 more than 49 million birds in 46 states have either died as a result of the bird flu or been uh unfortunately destroyed due to the exposure of an infected bird so is this gonna affect is is this gonna affect like chicken too like if you're buying chicken at the grocery store or the butcher it's possible yeah we could i mean eventually you could see chicken prices going up as well uh, but yeah, right now that's probably the best solution you have to finding cheap eggs is just going through your local farmer, find somebody. That's you're gonna now you're gonna have people you know that get those omelets are like oh just just the egg whites for me yeah like that's extra. 
But then they're also going to save the yolks for a bunch of other stuff, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're like, no, 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 this is too precious. I'm not wasting any part of this egg. You know what? Put the shell in there, too. Yeah, no doubt. Well, <laughs> why I is mean, my omelet crunchy? Uh, trust me, it's worth it. Yeah. Well, with the with the rise in price, I mean, people around here are definitely going to be in a scramble to find local farmers. Yeah. Just don't let me catch you poaching, any. Got to look on the sunny side of life. <laughs> Welcome back, Mark. Thanks for that. It's time to turn up your dials and tune out the traffic because we're playing The Daily Five on the Rocker Morning Show. Testing the mental magnitude of your favorite morning monkeys on the radio. And now, your hosts for The Daily Five, Meatball and Mark Frank House. It is the Daily Five where Mark and I ask each other questions. The other one answers today. First Daily Five of 2023. I'm going to be asking the questions. Mark is going to be answering. And Mark, you got some help on the line with Zach. How are you, brother? Not too bad. Yourself? Doing great, man. All right, Zach, you and I got to get three out of five questions correct to get the first point of the week. And I am going to be keeping track of how many questions we get right for the tiebreaker, just in case. <laughs> That's right, because we're on a short week this week. Exactly. Yep, so, so even number of days. So, Zach, if you're ready, I said, let's get this bad boy on the way. All right. All right, let's do it. Oh, man, the wheel sounds so good again. Yeah. <laughs> All right, question number one. By the way, this is all uh, 2022 themed. So these are all things that happened in 2022. Good call. Okay. Okay. All right, first question. What award show did Will Smith walk on stage and smack the hell out of Chris Rock? Was Was it the Grammys, the Golden Globes, or the Academy Awards? I'm pretty sure it was the Academy Awards. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking the same thing. Yeah, let's go with the Academy Awards. Going with the Academy Awards. You guys are correct. All right, it was the Academy Awards. Off. That's uh, he slapped him with an open hand, so paper beats rock in that answer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. Oh, man. Nice things one. off with a, with a win there. All right, question number two. What was the most watched series on Netflix in 2022? Oh, good one. Was it The Crown, Wednesday, or Stranger Things? I don't know. I want to say Stranger Things. Yeah, I would imagine Stranger Things. I know Wednesday was highly anticipated, but Stranger Things has been the biggest show recently. I'm, I'm with you, man. I think we go with Stranger Things. Final answer for both of you? Yeah. Yes. If we had carried over into 2023, I think Wednesday might have beat it out. But yeah, Stranger Ooh, Things. There we go. Number one watch show on Netflix in 2022. Wow. There's no beating Eddie and Metallica, man. You just, I know. You just can't do it. I know. That was so massive. Yeah, you, you, you just can't do it. Talk about the Dio jacket, too, I'm sure. Yes. All right, question number three. How many girlfriends did Pete Davidson have in 2022? <laughs> was, was it two? Four or like 30 or something. <laughs> you know, like oh, God says like 30 or something. <laughs> but if I'm not mistaken, I think it's just two. Uh, yeah, I think it was Ariana Grande and then one of the Kardashians or something. I can't remember, but I think it's just two. Zach, any opinion yeah, on this? Um, I'm not 100% sure who that is, so I'm going to have to go with two with him. Uh, he, he was on SNL for yeah, a long time. He's the one, like, he, he always, he, I don't know, he was always funny, but made you feel very uncomfortable with everything he said. <laughs> oh, man. 
Yeah, so, I'm thinking two. Thinking final two. Answer. Well, you got it right. Oh man! But so there's uh, there's your win right there. That's uh, yeah. three in a row. Wow. Uh, work. But uh, Ariana Grande was not one of his girlfriends in 2022. Gotcha. It was uh, Kim Kardashian, gotcha. which carried over from 2021. Right. And Emily Ratajkowski. Ah, who I okay. think he may still be dating, but I'm not entirely sure. Um, this is also unconfirmed, though, but probably all of our moms were involved in it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he dated everybody's mom in 2022. All right. Well, you got the point, but uh, we still got some questions to ask, and uh, this is for uh, tiebreakers potentially at the end of the week. Yes. So here we go. Question number four. In April, Elon Musk offered to grossly overpay and buy Twitter for $44 billion, which came out to about $54 a share on Wall Street for Twitter. Okay. Three months later, Twitter dropped to its lowest price since 2020 during the pandemic. Was that price more or less than $30 a share? Sorry, $35 a share. Huh. That's interesting. More or less. Now, for context, Elon Musk lost $9 billion after the purchase of Twitter, and it cost him the title of richest man in the world. Ouch. Wow. Thoughts I want to say less. Thoughts I want to say less than 35. Thoughts and prayers <laughs> to Elon Musk for sure, because gosh, th- that sounds like hard times That's for him. A, I know. Um, you know, He'll Zach, only be able to afford to have keep like two of his gold toilets. You know, Zach, I, the instinct would say to go less, because we're, there's so much of the question is about losing, but I think it's one of those sneaky little tricks where it's like losing, 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 but more than the answer. So not to go against you, Zach, I'm going to go with my gut here because so far it's done us well and say more. More than $35 a share in. Okay. Yep. Zach, you feel you you feel the other way though, right? I do. Well, Zach was right, actually. Oh, man. I thought Meatball was tricking us there for well, a second. Well, I actually slipped up when I said 30. That yeah. was the answer. It fell to $30 oh. a share. <laughs> that was his double trick on us. I nearly screwed it up myself. Zach caught on to me. You didn't, man. Zach. You're, you're a little rusty. I've been knew. in the studio for a couple weeks. <laughs> Zach, you knew the double mind trick Meatball was playing on us. <laughs> yeah, when, when he kind of slipped up and said 30 and then read, you know, read said the, the price. I was like, yeah, it's going to have to be thirty less than 35. Yeah, all right. Well, <laughs> all right. That's okay. Not getting the clean sweep. You still might get some extra points here. Question number five. How many prime ministers did Great Britain have in 2022? Was it two, three, or four? I'm pretty sure it was three because you had that Boris guy uh, the goofy-looking guy with the crazy hair. Looked like a Muppet. Yeah, and then somebody <laughs> stepped in for him, and then they left like a month later or something. It was like super quick. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it was three. Zach, do you remember at all? No, but I'm thinking it's three. Yeah, let's go with three, Meatball. I feel like I, I know that goofy guy, and then somebody took over for him and then left, and then somebody came in. Okay. Now, are you sure the person who came in was, like, officially sworn in, or were they interim? No, I'm pretty sure they were sworn in. I, again, I, I can't, I don't know for sure, but, yeah, right. official prime ministers, uh, 
What were the good two, three, and four? Two, three, and four. Yeah. See me <laughs> Look at me starting with the mind games early on. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go with three. Let's go with three. Going with three. Final answer. Yep. It's three. You had Boris Johnson start the year. Liz Truss was sworn in, lasted a whole 45 days. Yeah. uh, And then (laughs) resigned and now currently Rishi uh, Sunak, which I believe he's the first uh, uh, serving Indian, maybe, uh, as uh, prime minister for England, which is pretty cool. Wow. Yep. Well, congratulations. You got your points. And Zach, you got that $20 gift certificate to uh, Rocket Comics, man. Right. And we appreciate you hanging out with us today, Zach. Thanks for getting us a win. (laughs) Not a problem. Zeus Rock, Station 107.7 RKR, Rock and Morning Show with Meatball. And Mark Frankhouse. Live from the Climax Solar Studios. What are we in? It's 7 o'clock still, right? Yeah, almost to 8. It's like, it, today's just throwing everything off. <laughs> you were telling me earlier, uh, you meant to tell me about the Matthew Stafford thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So get this. Um, you know, obviously... The NFL is kind of difficult to talk about today yeah. after what we saw in Cincinnati last night. Uh, but regardless of what happens with, you know, uh, Damar over the next few days, like the NFL is going to continue. We are going to get some playoff games this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, we obviously hope for the best for Damar Hamlin, but still could have a very exciting weekend of games on our hands as we usually do. But the Lions somehow are still alive in the NFC after the way they started this year. Yeah. And I think this might be the most intriguing playoff scenario and storyline left in the NFL right now. For it's the, getting intense. Yeah. Now, for the record, they were uh, they were talking about the, the implications of, like, the AFC. Like, who's going to get in from the AFC South? You know, it could be Tampa. It could be Jacksonville. Nobody cares. All of those teams have losing records. Like, they're, they're, they're all going to get bounced in the first round. Unless it's Tom Brady. Tom yeah. Brady, for some reason, finds a way to get that stuff done, and I don't understand how. Um, but nobody cares about the AFC South. It's the NFC where the storyline is for the Lions to get in, okay? This past weekend, they needed to win both games to finish out the season. Okay. They needed a loss from Washington and a loss from Seattle, all right? Okay. So, Lions beat the Bears, no problem. Check. Washington lost on Sunday. Check. Seattle didn't get the message, apparently. So now, ironically, all roads for the Lions' playoff hopes run through an old (laughs) friend of the Lions, Matt Stafford, who was cleared to play this week for the Rams, and the Rams play the Seahawks to end the season. Man, talk about getting down to the wire. And now Lions have Sunday night football. Yeah. Big so, game Sunday night. It's yeah. it's it's the very last game of the season. We're gonna regular be, season, especially if the Seahawks lose, because oh that'll be God. early in the day, right? That's the the afternoon game. So the the mid afternoon so, game. Yeah. So, so it's literally gonna be like. So if Seahawks lose, if the Lions win, they make the playoffs. Right. So so so, so you're telling me there's a chance, right? So Stafford <laughs> left in 2020. You know, I feel like that wasn't just a strategic move. 
for him. That was just the Lions playing the ultimate three-year-long game, you know, the long game. Because, like, he was like, I knew I'd be needed there one day, even if I wasn't there. <laughs> so he can still do it. His exact quote on this was, I'm going to get the Detroit Lions to the playoffs one way or another. Because the Rams were eliminated, <laughs> like, two weeks ago. Yeah. They were terrible this year. So... One last of one last burst of glorious purpose for Detroit. One last gift that he can give the Motor City. It's phenomenal. Um, and then you know if he gets the win over Seattle, then it's up to the Lions in Lambeau. Which if listen, if that happens, just pure chaos is going to break out. Can you imagine, oh, dude, how, how fired up that Lions team is going to be if that happens? That's that's cutthroat, man. Like I'm telling you, like you. If you can take down the Packers in Lambeau, yeah. you are a playoff team. And just imagine that game with Seattle is right before. I mean, right before. So as soon yeah. as it gets over, the Lions are basically taking the field. Can you imagine the hype going through the locker room? If like they're in there and they catch the end of the game, they do the post-game interview with Matt Stafford, and he's just like, we did this for Detroit. Go get them, boys. Take care of business. Oh, and God, the yeah. Lions are just like, ah! They're just oh, like yeah. blasting a Monomarth and ACDC going out on ah. the field to destroy the. Like, I really fear for the Packers. <laughs> if that's the scenario that happens, it might be really, really bad. It's going to be a great storyline, though. Also, if that happens, it's almost assuredly going to convince me that the NFL is rigged ah. simply for storyline purposes. Get up. I can't wait. Get on with it. Hell yeah. Let's go. The Rocker Morning Show with Meatball and Mark is on Kalamazoo's Rock Station. 1077 RKR. Kalamazoo's Rock Station 1077 RKR. Rocker Morning Show with Meatball. And Mark Frankhouse. Live from the Climax Solar Studios. One thing um, when I was... At home for such a long time, I started cleaning some stuff up and I'm going through all this just junk. Yeah. I, I just, I try to keep it as clean as possible, but you yeah. know, it just, you know, things happen. It piles up. Yeah. And then, like you, it, you're probably like me too. I, w- I would assume most people are because why wouldn't it be? Why wouldn't everyone be just like me? <laughs> um, we're like, my brain will put something where it belongs and then just completely forget that it even exists Yeah, because it's put away. And then- I'll be cleaning or something. It'll be like, oh, totally forgot about that. And it's something that like I've been looking for for years. Yeah. One thing I was a little curious about, I was going to throw the batteries away because I had a bunch of batteries that had corrosion on them. Yeah. And I was like, do I throw these away? Oh, interesting. Or do I recycle them? Like yeah. I was kind of confused. And so I looked up and we actually have this list on the Rocker app you can check out. There's a ton of stuff that we're not supposed to be throwing away, which I don't think I've been guilty of throwing away before. And, you know, some of these are bigger than others. Okay. Um, But, yeah, like when it comes to things that it's actually illegal to throw away. Um, so, like, legit, if they went searching through my trash and found this stuff, like, well, I could be fined or like... If your fingerprints were on it, I guess yeah. maybe, you know, if they had proof that you were the one who threw it away. Right. But, like, stuff like medical waste, like needles... Uh, and uh, Lancet's, you know, they're not necessarily prohibited, but like any kind of household waste item, they're not ideal for solid right. waste disposal. Um, obviously, lead acid batteries for cars. You can normally take that into like an auto store. And yeah, I give you usually, credit. Usually when I, yeah, when, when I get a new battery, I'll bring in the old one and then replace it with the new one. Yeah, I found out that uh, standard. bulk liquids 
too, like uh, like vegetable oils. You're not supposed to do that either. So can I still pour down the sink though? Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> well, this, this this link that I provided as well it gives you actually gives you a bunch of helpful links okay. to go for these things like yard clippings. Obviously, we know that they're supposed to go to a compost facility, right? Um, but stuff like and I've seen this before too. Uh, cans like uh, beverage containers those aren't supposed to go in the trash either. Obviously, they're that supposed one to be recycled. is well. See, that one is new for me because like. Michigan is the first place I've lived that like is very heavy into recycling. Yeah. So I am am unfortunately still in the bad habit of just tossing my cans. Now, granted, I haven't been drinking a lot of soda and beer lately, but right. like if I do drink something out of a can, like I do, I've, I've got a bad habit of just chucking it. So well, you just don't give me you just ratted yourself. I mean, out. I definitely have. <laughs> if 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 our local law enforcement are listening, I'm a good good boy. And recycle it all. I'm practically a dog. Just call me a golden retriever. I am the goodest boy. I recycle. The most goodest. Uh, <laughs> another another one is uh, personal computer stuff. Because I told you I had my computer crash on me yeah. a couple months ago. And uh, computer stuff as well, you're not supposed to trash as well. Because I was like, do I throw this in the... Like, I had no clue. So yeah. if, if anything, if you check out this article in the Rocker app, there's the, you can follow the link... And this has tons of websites where you can go to and find out where to trash this stuff mm -hmm. properly. I like for computers and electronics and stuff. I'll yeah. typically take it to like a geek store or or a repair store or something to that effect and be like, "Hey, I can't use this. You might be able to use parts. Yeah, you take it." Normally, the easy option. Yeah, but stuff like you know, you're like scrap, like used tires and stuff. Like if you need to get rid of it, right, right, right. Normally, like the city will announce when you got a trash pickup. But. I'm sorry, I got distracted here. I'm looking through your list. <laughs> Is radioactive waste on this list? Yes. Who just has radioactive waste lying around? Dr. Emmett Brown? <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget the asbestos. <laughs> Yeah, radioactive waste and asbestos, you know, like. Uh, really got to get rid of this asbestos. <laughs> Been holding on to it for too long. I bet if you throw the asbestos into the radioactive waste, that would at least get rid of the asbestos. <laughs> Calabasas Rock, Station 107.7 RKR, Rock and Morning Show with me, Paul. Hey, Mark Frankhouse. Live from the Climax Solar Studios. So, Mark, you got, you know, you got a few weeks to relax during the holidays. Yeah. Um, I kind of stuck it out here. I held down the fort. Uh, for most of it, but regardless, um, my sleep schedule just got thrown way off. Oh yeah, dude. For work. And I have <laughs> to, it's, it's gotta be the same for a lot of other people too. Yeah. Even I, with normal job times. I was waking up at 8am, which yeah. is five hours after I normally wake up. So <laughs> yeah, this morning I was not too Yeah. Happy. How, how was that 3am <laughs> alarm today? Oh, <laughs> it was loud and abrupt. I think I read somewhere where, like, this week, the first week after New Year's is the second most unproductive week of the entire year. The first week, the most unproductive week of the entire year being that one between Christmas and New Year's. See, for me, it was actually very productive. Right. Well, I'm talking, like, in the in the workspace. Like oh, in, in yeah, the yeah. That makes stuff. sense. Like, yeah. you, you come in and, like, half the staff's there and even the half well, that's there aren't working. Because you're kind <laughs> of in this limbo. Yeah. It's probably the, it's actually my least favorite time of the year, which is why I started doing so much personal stuff. Right. 
because it's just like, okay, Christmas is over. There's such a buildup for it, and then it's gone. Yep. And you're like, okay, so <laughs> is it spring? Or I don't know. <laughs> nope. I don't know what to do with my hands. You got three and a half months left, homie. Not happening. <laughs> but you know, now we're today is the official like first work day back. Yeah. Because a lot of people had yesterday off for the work holidays since New Year's fell on Sunday. So everyone is more or less should be back at work today. Everyone's trying to get back into their natural rhythm for things. I'm trying to get locked back into my rhythm uh, into this early morning thing. And and surprise, wrench into the machine here. My neighbor apparently got a puppy for Christmas. Oh, I haven't, nice. I haven't seen it yet, but there are signs. <laughs> Most notably, the barking I can hear through the oh, wall. Oh, man, that's rough. Um, I posted about this on social media. Uh, a friend of mine thought I'd, like, seen its poop, you know, somewhere outside. Like, it hadn't been totally trained. Yeah. The, the person hadn't quite learned where to go and things like that. But, no, I poop I could honestly live with. Like, even if I'd be upset if, like, I smelled it occasionally yeah. or like I accidentally stepped in it or something but I can't hear poop through the wall <laughs> <laughs> while I'm while at least you're not supposed to uh while I'm trying to get like my afternoon nap in or just you know sleep at night <laughs> that is rough um there's some landmines out there for real though oh yeah oh my gosh I took Skylar for a walk yesterday and it was like I was in the trenches man just just avoiding <laughs> Landmines at all costs. I was definitely here in Fortunate Son. <laughs> but now I um I, I don't really know my neighbors that well because like I uh, like I said I'm probably not staying in this apartment much longer. Um, not that they're not good people. I genuinely don't know, but I at least know when my neighbors are home now. Yeah, that's though. true. Because like when they're there, it's pretty quiet now. Um, when they're not, it's like an alarm system going off, ha! you know, it's like literally, Hey, no one's here. Rob this place. I'm probably in a kennel and definitely won't bite you. Cause I'm a puppy. Kalamazoo's rock station. 107.7 RKR rock morning show with me, Paul and Mark Frank house live for the climax solar studios, Michigan's leader in residential solar. Most popular dog names came out for 2022. Yeah. Dog and cat names. I dog saw and that. cat names. Yep. The, the dog and cat names, uh, most popular for the almanac, uh, uh, farmer's almanac, mm -hmm. uh, are up on the rocker website and on the rocker app. We want to focus on the dog names, though. Now, okay. the names for 2022, those are predictive names, I believe. Gotcha. For the Farmer's Almanac. Unfortunately, Scarlett did not make the list. I'm sorry. Eh. Hey, you know what? That just means she's got that unique name. Right. Right. She stands apart. Um, but I think Farmer's Almanac did a pretty good job. They compared that list to the list of like a poll done on like USA Today. Yeah. I believe it was. Farmer's Almanac did a scary good job really? of how, predicting some of these names. How close were they? Farmer's Almanac predicted Luna would be the most popular name for dogs, and it was the most popular name for female dogs Wow! in 2022. Um, it's probably what they named the dog next door to me. Right. I'm just going to start screaming <laughs> Luna. I'm just going to start screaming some of these dog names to the wall and see if it just <laughs> stops and be like, oh, that's it. I know the name of that dog. Um... 
the, the Farmer's Almanac also had Max really high on the list. That's such a generic dog name. Right. Like uh, Fido and right. Max. It's like, come on. Top male dog name in the USA Today poll. So, you know, that's my, fine. Yeah, my neighbor had a dog named Max. That's, he was a real flea-bitten. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> I mean, there were some predictable ones there. These are dog names that are pretty common. Like, you see them all the time. So, yeah. Bella, Daisy, Buddy, Teddy, Duke. Like, I know a lot of dogs already with these names. Right, so, that's like, true predicting i guess i feel like the art farmer's almanac might have got lazy now they're just like everyone names their dogs this anyway so i'm just gonna leave it at that um but i love dogs that use human names yeah for some reason charlie was the <laughs> number two dog name that's funny have Pro- you <laughs> yeah have you, have you seen the new season of letter kenny no i haven't yet okay good Okay, for sure. Yeah, you can spoil that for me like I did. Um, uh, what was the, the, the spinoff from that? What was that called? Shorzy. Yeah. yeah like I, I spoiled Shorzy for me. Just tell me the ending to this season of Letter Kitty. Um, but no, I love I love dogs that have uh, human names. And um, it, for whatever reason, it just humanizes our pets. Because like, especially now, like our generation and younger, mm-hmm. it's too expensive to have kids. So we just get pets and then we name them like we would kids. You right. Know? Well, um, like my cat, I guess technically it could be considered a human name, uh-huh. but it's named after Iron Maiden song. So her name Acacia. is Acacia. Yeah. So it's a, it's, it's, a green. A, it's also a tree in Africa. There we go. Yeah. So I named her after wood. <laughs> Uh, one of my favorite dog names of all time, though, is Dave. Dave. And our coworker Brad, yeah. who actually wrote this article up on the Rocker app, uh, his dog's name is Dave. Dave's awesome. Dave is pretty cool. Um, I've also, <laughs> I've also wanted a dog, so I could name it Steve, because I think Steve as a dog name is hilarious, right? Or Kevin. I think naming my dog Kevin. Would be absolutely hilarious. If you know, you know. <laughs> hey, it's Kalamazoo's Rock Station 1077 RKR. Rock and Morning Show with me, Paul. And Mark Frankhouse. Live for the Climax Solar Studios. A little double dose of ACDC there for you. On this two for Tuesday, some uh, possibly concerning news for Michigan fans. Rumor is Jim Harbaugh might leave hmm. Michigan football. So sources close to him saying... If the right offer comes, it's almost assuredly a done deal because he's only got a $3 million buyout of his contract this year with Michigan. Um, And the longer they wait, the more it goes down too. you know, as long as he stays in Michigan. But I mean, like we know what NFL coaches get paid. So $3 million is like nothing. Mm -hmm. And it's not like he was a, a Saban who like went into the NFL didn't do well and then came back to the college level. Like he did really well with yeah. uh the Niners. Like took him to a Super Bowl, three NFC championship appearances. I think he'd do fine jumping right back into it. But as a Michigan fan, I want to know what you think about this. I think he adds validity to the to the team and to the mm-hmm. school. Uh he's a big name. Um uh, I feel as though it took him a little bit too long to get to this pinnacle. He's been there how long now? Uh, like six, five, six years. I feel like. Okay. Um, and this, you know, this was huge when he came to Michigan. It was 
Well, it's his alma mater. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So having a big name like that come out and head coach for U of M was, was huge, but it took so long to get to a possible national championship that mm-hmm. I look at it as one of two ways. One, he's going to give it one more go. He's going to give it another go, maybe set up some future plans. If the most I see him staying there is one more year, try mm. to get that national championship, lock it down. He's got he's got his people. Um, but I'm also curious if he's also setting up future plans. Like, hey, I'm going to stick around here one more year. Uh, already getting the wheels in motion, so to speak, yeah. with some NFL teams. Yeah, I see him going back to the NFL but I would also look at this as an opportunity for U of M to get the right guy in there because, again, you hear it a lot with college football where you'll you'll hear a lot of excuses being thrown around when it comes to a new coach and their right. team because you have to phase out that old coach's team. Right. So it's a four-year process. Yep. So that's usually the excuse that gets thrown out there. But. I, I see him sticking around another year, personally. Uh, I think the wheels are in motion, though. He's going to be leaving for the NFL. Personally, I think if he left, like, now, mm-hmm. I'd be very surprised. So, the the conversation at the moment, Denver is the place that I've heard the most chatter about. Gotcha. But they haven't fired their head coach yet. They just That's a dumpster fire. Mm-hmm. So, they may just hang on to him for a little bit. Panthers are already looking. Colts probably not going to continue the Jeff Saturday experiment. <laughs> that's uh, that's not going well. Yeah, Cardinals probably could use that boost. A lot of talent on that team, and I think their coaching could use a bump there. But how, like, how can you leave your alma mater? Like, you just beat Ohio State two years in a row for the first time in yeah. a, a long time. You know, made the college football playoff twice. In the, uh, did they make it last year, or is it twice in? Three years now. Twice in three years. Twice in three years now. You lost, but I mean, you were still there. You were one of four teams to get there. Yeah, we weren't weren't playing in the Valtrex Bowl. Right. A (laughs) lot of other teams can't say that they didn't do that. And then when it splits into a 12-team playoff in a couple years, like the chances go up even more, I think, that you get into it and you progress your way to the top, you know? Yeah, true. So I, I know he's done well in the NFL with the Niners. He he's become synonymous with Michigan. So, I mean, do you jump to the NFL again and give it another go? Or do you stay in Michigan and seek, you know, to attain that, like, Nick Saban status with Michigan, you know? Yeah. I, I, I think either is viable. I don't know. I if, if he did jump and he went to the NFL, would there be a team that you absolutely would not root for him for? Yeah. Like, pretty, even, after, even after he's done for Michigan. Like, I would say anything in the division rivals... Right, Bears and Packers. Yeah, like I'd be like, you know, screw you, dude. Yeah. Um, how do you think the rest of the state of Michigan would take it? <laughs> if it was one of those two teams, yeah. man, uh, yeah, I think they'd share my sentiment. Become an, a literal enemy of the state in that regard. Yeah, I think even Michigan State would be mad at that one. They're yeah. like happy to see him leave Michigan, but like you know. We still hate him. He, would, he went to go play with the divisions. I think the only person who would be okay with that is anybody from Ohio State. 